Alaska Sports Talk Podcast. Keaton Homer getting a chance to talk with UAA women's head basketball coach Ryan McCarthy. All right, coach, first things first, how much snow have you moved, and how do the roads look on your side of town? <laughs> uh, I'm an east side guy, so the, the roads are good. Um, and I fortunately live in a neighborhood where a lot of that's taken care of for us. <laughs> Um, so great in the, in the winter time, but not so great in the summertime when everybody's making sure that your yard looks perfect. So, um, yeah, no, I've been pretty lucky. How tempting was it to change your plane ticket when you guys were in Hawaii, just looking at the weather on your, on your phone? It was super tempting. Um, you know, winning, there's nothing like winning in Hawaii. Um, and so we made some really big improvements as a team. And so I think everybody was, feeling good about those those wins and stuff and then we were able to take the ladies to the beach and you know have a good time but you know now that we get to practice again I'm I'm glad that we're back here and, and not in Hawaii anymore well you get your first home game this weekend in the great Alaska shootout and we'll talk more in depth about that we'll talk about your first opponent first of all um, Utah all right you were an elite defender in college and in your pro career you see Alyssa Peely. How are you at defending Alyssa Peely? <laughs> oh man, she's a she's a really good player, and I think you know, you know, for for me, I played Division two, and if I had to go against the Pac twelve Player of the Year, I mean, there's just um, a level of athleticism there that normal humans cannot relate to. So, um, you know. W- we don't play a lot of man-to-man, so it's going to be kind of a team thing against Alyssa Peely. Um, but it's going to be something where she has more than one set of eyes on her for sure. And, you know, um, she's definitely been a, a dominant player her entire career. So, um, you know, we're uh, um, going to have to do a lot of praying, too. <laughs> There's no doubt she's going to get her own. I mean, she's just one of those players. You, you, I mean, you can only do so much against an Alyssa Peely, I would assume. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. Obviously, you're taking on Utah. Two other fantastic teams coming up in the Great Alaska Shootout, Eastern Kentucky, Alabama, Birmingham. Just give us kind of a high-level overview of both those clubs and what they bring to the table as well. Yeah, uh, off to a good start. Uh, We actually watched UAB last night, um, and they beat Western Carolina. They're, um, They're a program with, good tradition. I watched them a couple years ago, oh, about five or six years ago now. Um, and they're typical, you know, a bigger mid-major team. Um, they've got good tradition there. Um, and they're, you know, um, I, I think they've got some good pieces there, like they can score upside out. And I think with Eastern Kentucky, um, they're out of the A-Sun, which is a pretty good mid-major league with Florida Gulf Close. Florida Gulf Coast, um, and I'm talking with their coach. They've never lost to a um, an opponent that was not Division One. So, um, you know, we're bringing in some good um, teams this season, and you know, obviously highlighted by Utah, but definitely Eastern Kentucky and um, UAB. I believe at this time are both undefeated. So, um, you know, we're we're excited about any opportunity that that we get. Do you feel going into shootout week, you guys have to prep completely different just because it's Division One teams? Are you able to kind of keep the same game plan that you would instill 
throughout the course of the season? You know, I think it's a little bit different this year than it was in years past. You know, um, most every single season that we've been a part of the shootout, we've always had a core group of returners that knew what we wanted and knew um, our system. And, you know, we were just further along in our season at this point in time with those groups. And so we could game plan a little bit more specifically for the teams that we were going to be matching up with. And this year, you know, we're three returners. Um, Our uh, leading returner will still be out until December. Um, And so a lot of our core pieces are new kids this year. And so um, we're learning along with them. We're learning as coaches, you know, okay, this, this is the makeup of this team. These are, the positions these particular players are most comfortable with. And so I I know it sounds cliche, but it's kind of more about our development as a team rather than coming up with a specific game plan um, against one of these shootout teams. Now, you mentioned the new pieces coming into this year's team. Who's been surprised? Who surprised you the most so far out of all the new additions you guys have brought in this year? You know, I think um, – the, the person that surprised us the most was probably Tori Hollingshead. Um, you know, when we were in Taiwan, she, you know, didn't really stand out in practice, you know, up until the, you know, the games. And then when we got back from our foreign tour, we actually installed a completely new offense and really broke down our defense a lot more detailed than what it was. And so, um, you know, she can be a, a dominant player and she's such a special athlete. I mean, she's probably an inch away from dunking the basketball. Um, you know, she's, she's just a special athlete and I think she's not even touching the iceberg of what she can become. And, um, and then I think the other surprising player that started out really poorly for us and has come on to be a consistent player for us would be, um, Kaya Pearson. Uh, if someone asked me if I thought she was going to be in our starting lineup, you know, back in July, I would have been like, uh, no way. <laughs> and she's kind of made a 180 on, you know, the kind of commitment that she's made in her game and in the weight room. And she's already put on 10 pounds of, you know, good weight um, since she's got onto campus. And so um, I would say those two of the new players have been the most surprising. You know, I've watched your first three games from afar, obviously. I didn't have the pleasure of being on you know, a road trip in Hawaii. So um, tell me if I'm wrong here, though. Just from watching your team from afar, there seems like a different level of buy-in from this year's team to last year's team. Obviously, there's different makeups of teams year in and year out, but do do you kind of get that sense of a different level of buy-in from last year to now? Yeah, I think that buy-in is deeper. You know, I, I felt like last year we had, you know, six players, seven players that, probably six that I felt were, you know, really bought in and that core definitely this year, everything's so new and we're teaching our defense and our offense as if it were day one when we first put it in, you know, 11 years ago. And so, um, I feel like this group all chose Alaska for the same reason. And that was to pursue a championship and to be their best self. And so, um, you know, this, this year's team, it might be one of our most athletic teams that we've, that we've had since I've been here. Um, and so with that, we can just take so many more risks. And, you know, I think from our first game against Pacific to our last game against Kilo, because both teams in Hawaii were better than the team that we played in Oregon. 
um, substantially. And we, it kind of clicked over there for us. Now, I don't know what that means against Utah because that's a totally different beast. Um, but I really feel good about where our program is right now um, as opposed to when it was in you know July and even our first road trip in Oregon. Talking with head coach Ryan McCarthy of UAA Women's Basketball. This weekend coming up, ASRC Great Alaska Shootout. Give us your favorite shootout memory as a fan, because I know you watched it as a fan, obviously, growing up. And then as a coach, what are those two memories for you uh, when you think of the Great Alaska Shootout? Um, probably as a fan. Um, so my dad was, uh, you know, good friends with a lot of the boosters, particularly the Nerlands here at uh, uh, UAA. And I would always get the VIP passes to go sit in the, uh, the VIP lounge there at the Sullivan Arena. And I remember meeting, you know, a lot of the coaches that would um, come in. And and I remember they were playing, um, or it was, they weren't playing, but UCLA was playing. And UCLA had this guy that was like 7'4". And I don't, he barely played. But I just remember thinking, like, as a little kid, it was so cool to watch someone that had to, like, duck to, to get <laughs> into a doorway. Um, and then, obviously, getting to watch, you know, UAA. They had a uh, Butch Lincoln and a guy named Theo Mayhew that I he was a high flyer for them back in the days. And um, just watching those guys. And then, pr- probably as a coach, definitely our first time that we won the shootout um, in, or the, uh, that our staff did anyways in, in 2017 when we beat Tulsa. Um, that was a really special time because I, at, we, at that time we thought it was the last year that it was ever going to happen. And, you know, we beat a really solid team that year um, and just kind of everything fell into place. So that was, those would probably be, be my two uh, memories. Yeah, I remember that one as well in 2017 against Tulsa. And I think one of the coolest things that I remember about that, at the very end of the game, your son just running into your arms and that embrace that you guys had, that that was pretty cool. That, was, that had to be a special moment for you. Yeah, I mean, it was – he's always kind of been there, always at the right time, you know, like he'd climb up with me on the ladder to catch my sound. <laughs> and, um, but that one was really special because I remember when I was his age at the shootout, and how special that was for me. And, you know, he still talks about it to this day, you know, like remembering that moment. So that will be like forever ingrained in my head because I remember giving him the, you know, the gold pan and letting him carry it around and stuff. And it was just, it was so cool. That is cool. So shootout obviously this weekend. And then GNAC play is not too far uh, down the road as you guys will get into GNAC play here in just a little under a month. Um, what is, give us another kind of high level overview of, of the GNAC. You guys are picked to finish third in the preseason coaches poll. Um, who are some teams that are going to stand out and give you a tough time potentially this year? I think that I, you know, I picked the team to beat was going to be Western Washington and, um, Billings was actually, um, a team that I picked second. Um, but I think it could have gone either way to be fair. I just, uh, thought, you know, to pick Western until someone beats them. But Billings has a really good team. They have everybody back. Um, we actually got to see them play in Hawaii um, because they were our partner in the GNAC um, for the PacWest GNAC crossover tournament. Um, they've got a really good Division One transfer in uh, Cola Bad Bear, who was an all-conference 
player in the big sky at Montana State Bozeman. Um, so they just they just got better. Um, and then Western lost a couple of seniors that I felt were impact, but then got two Division One transfers from St. Mary's, and um, who's the coach's daughter, and then another player that started at Utah State that's like a six-foot guard I think will be impact for them as well. So I was actually shocked we were picked third. I picked us lower just because I always go off of if you played a game that day, who would win? Mm-hmm. Um, and anyone, I can't believe we were picked. We got like a first place vote, so I'm not sure who that was. Because <laughs> uh, I don't even think people know who our players are. You know, at Division Two, we're not recruiting ESPN yeah. top 100 players, right? So it's like, oh, I wonder who this Juco kid is. Um, so yeah, I think, you know, those definitely are the top two. And then I think the league has good depth and Central Washington, I think will be really tough. And then, um, I think Simon Frazier is going to be in that mix as well. So I think definitely like the top five teams can all beat up on each other for sure. Uh, and, and once GNAC play hits, you know, you mentioned a little bit ago that you guys are going to get a player back, hopefully a little bit later on in the year. Vishay Rab, what does this team look like when Vishay is able to return back to the floor? We're completely different. I mean, she's, she hasn't even had like a, a competitive practice yet. So, you know, we, she'll run lines and stuff and she'll do non-contact stuff, but she's our alpha dog. Um, and so our team acts differently. They practice differently. I mean, when she's even in the gym, she's such a demanding leader. We haven't had a leader like her in the sense that she demands a lot from her teammates. Like, I don't know, like the casual basketball fan could think like a Michael Jordan type, you know, where they're just consistently challenging teammates. Um, And she can back it up. You know, it's not like she's not going to come back and and bust bust some butts when she (laughs) she gets back. So I'm I'm excited for that part performance-wise, but I think what I'm most excited for is that, you know, we have all these new kids that are super good athletes and, you know, talented players. Um, and she's just that kind of mother hen presence that, that we haven't had. And um, I think that that, I think, breeds consistency when you have leadership from within instead of the coaching, you know, barking the orders all the time. This year's edition of the Seawolves, finish this sentence for me, will be successful in terms of women in, wins and losses. Why? Can you repeat that question? Yeah, in terms of wins and losses for you guys, it'll be a success because of what for this year's team? Oh. Um, our our buy our continued buy in in improving. Um, I, I think that's the biggest thing is because everything that we're doing right now is for the first time. These ladies just want to hear the word "good job," and that we it's important for us coaches to let them know that, but also that we're not resting on that. Those words are not resting on laurels. So, you know, in in terms of wins and losses, as long as we're getting better every week, I believe that we'll, we'll end up peaking at the right time and we'll be in the mix. I don't know how many painful losses we need to go to. I mean, we've, we've already had one that I felt, you know, we were the better team and we should have won. And there were things that we just beat ourselves. Um, fortunately it doesn't impact our postseason or anything or ranking or anything like that. Um, and then when we came back, you know, we really held them accountable and then we looked like a completely different team in Hawaii. Um, and so that's what I'm excited to see as the season moves forward. 
are we going to be this team that is is like a roller coaster it's up and down or are we going to be more like the stock a good stock <laughs> where there are some there are some little valleys but you're continually making progress so i think from a wins and losses standpoint as long as i see that everything else takes care of itself we'll win the games that we should and we'll be in the mix to you know hopefully peak at the right time all right last question have you gone to stallone's to get any of your outfits together for the season yet <laughs> Dick's probably really disappointed in me. Um, yeah, I, I usually go there. I get like, you know, three dress shirts every year and I get rid of three and then I'll pick out a suit or something like that. But I've, I've gone with the, um, the Attic look or what's, uh, what is Southeast calls them cuspics. Yeah. So I've got a home one and an away one and the away one I'll wear kind of more dress pants, but like a Lululemon type of look. <laughs> and then, uh, so that way I don't have to carry the garment bag anymore. Okay. And okay. then, uh, but uh, for home, I'm old school. I still wear the suit pants and a, and a Stallone shirt, Stallone tie. So yeah, he's, he's still my guy. All right. All right. Sounds good. How long is the cuspect going to stay off or stay on, uh, during the, uh, the Utah game? At what point in time do you think it's going to come <laughs> off? Like there's gotta be that time. Kind of like the old suit jacket. <laughs> yeah. It, it comes off pretty quick. I'll, I'll <laughs> like start overheating. Um, Man against Utah, I have no idea. I just, <laughs> I've told our girls, we, we just need to focus on how many possessions can we be better than the number four team in the nation. Yep. And whatever the score looks like, whatever. Like, I think their average margin of victory right now is 60-something. So I'm not concerned about the score. I'm concerned about we have this awesome opportunity to play the best in the nation and like what if we're better on a couple of possessions like how can we then hold that to our level so when we get back playing division twos again like we can always go back to that game and be like you know hey we we did this against this team mm-hmm. um i going down a rabbit hole but that's ultimately how hannah wanderski became an all-american um we played duke and that was our goal and I think we lost, I don't know, we lost by a decent amount, like 27 or something like that. And, you know, we go back in the locker room and Hannah Wandersee is 19 and 11. Yeah. And I'm like, Hannah, you just scored 19 points. and You just had a double-double against Duke. <laughs> like, you could be an All-American, you know? Like, and then she she was. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think it was just such a shot of confidence for that kid. I'm just hoping, like, a little golden nugget like that comes out of this game against Utah where we could build off something like that. Well, you can see the Lady Seawolves in action this coming weekend. The ConocoPhillips ASRC Great Alaska Shootout. Seawolves opening round opponent. They will take on the Utah Utes. Well, Coach, thanks for joining us. I appreciate it. We'll see you, uh, we'll see you this weekend. All right. Thanks so much. All right.